Hi, and welcome to episode 161 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Georgia. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Our goal with this podcast? Well, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And this is the same as we do every week. We have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, anywhere I could find a recipe online. We have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. And we also send out a newsletter if you'd like to preview the recipes before listing. Okay, Kate, this week's recipes were fresh peas with lettuce and green garlic from Sibor, melting potatoes from Smitten Kitchen, and any tender herb rice pilaf from the Washington Post. So this is a special episode in a way because it is one of those listener suggestions, which I always really like. You know, yeah. like people are like, what about this? I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. And when you're on your third year of figuring out recipes, <laughs> it's sometimes nice to get a theme. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so this suggestion comes from a junior listener, Clara. So, hey, Clara, who wanted to find us, uh, have us find some fun side dishes to try. And so we've got three of them just for her and for you all. Yeah, I love this idea. I love listener suggestions. And I especially love, I know we hear a lot that people listen with their kids and with their families, mm. which is just, is really fun to me. And I, I, uh, I like that Clara sent us a little suggestion. She suggested it on our Patreon cook along. And here we are. Yeah. Ready to dive in. Any other kids listening, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Yes. You know, if you think of something, give us let those, us know. Give us those fresh thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Help some, <laughs> obviously, like, <laughs> what, are you, what are your kids, elderly ladies? Your kids, I told them I was 40 the other day. Uh-huh. They acted like they were going to have to start, like, planning for my funeral. Right. They're like, are you really... <laughs> energy up in this podcast here <laughs> from youth okay so first off we have a very springy dish which is speaking of youth and vigor <laughs> fresh peas with lettuce and green garlic from Savor. uh and <laughs> so like i did not make this with garden fresh anything to be really yeah. honest but it's a little too early for that but it did feel a lot like spring when i made it it's a very straightforward recipe you saute some garlic or green garlic if you can find it in a pan with a good amount of butter add in your peas and cook until bright green and tender for about four minutes uh then add in two torn heads of butter lettuce you toss and stir until the lettuce is just wilted um that's it it's it's really is peas and lettuce. I, I you know I, I don't have much else to say about it. Uh, but Bessie, I'm curious to know what everyone thought about this this one. So this is funny because it it, it is exactly like the sum of its parts. One yeah. of those recipes, not a super surprise at the end or anything. Right. But I actually did use some lettuce that's just coming in in my garden. Ooh, but I think that our lettuce was a little bit too delicate and it just like instantly collapsed in the heat oh instantly yeah, yeah. and so it was kind of like, <laughs> like womp womp <laughs> I don't, it was peas with like lettuce spines that were <laughs> here <laughs> which was fine because it was essentially just peas and garlic which was good uh but no one was i don't think anyone could tell the difference you know between normal peas and this so 
Yeah, I was actually thinking, like, what would you do if you didn't couldn't find butter lettuce? And um, I think you should go romaine or mm-hmm. even iceberg before you go, like, spring mix. You know? Yeah, it did not work. We thought we – I just was like, oh, this is so fun. We've got some lettuce just coming up, and yeah. this will be really nice. And, I mean, it was almost instant, and you could barely even see the lettuce in there. So that's just a little word to the wise. That's a good – that's a good point. I got one of those clamshells of butter lettuce. Mm-hmm. They sell them now, which is really great. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big pan of veggies if you've got the lettuce in there. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> if the lettuce is a lot of peas. Yeah, it's a lot of peas. Um, you know, if you buy too much romaine or have some iceberg, like I would use that too. I, I halved the butter, four tablespoons of butter. That's a lot. It's a lot of butter, you know, um, and was very happy though. And, you know, but the, I will say this, even the first time was when the lettuce was crunchiest and freshest. Obviously, like it's hard. I could not eat two, like a full clamshell of butter lettuce and a cup and a half of peas in one go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm. I mean, I maybe could, but shouldn't. Yeah. Be a lot. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so like I reheated it the next day and that was much more like what you were talking about, Betsy, right? The lettuce kind of like goes, you know all limp but i didn't care tasted great um i thought it was good you know this is a four to five for me yeah i think it's a four to five for me too i can you could tell that it would be better with a heartier lettuce i kind of liked the garlic peas yeah you know a little bit of the lettuce crunch that i got anyways so kind of a nice different way to use up some veggies yeah and like easy to you got the peas in the freezer like i did not use fresh peas did you no, I used I frozen peas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, like, also just really um, easy to find ingredients. So, yeah, I think it's going. It was a good one. I'll say, Kate, too. Since my lettuce was so collapsed, I did take my leftovers and I dumped them right into my chicken and barley soup the next day. Oh, yeah, not a Which bad idea. Was really good, right? So I. Was ah. just, it, I mean, I don't know how it would do if your lettuce was still intact. But the- <laughs> I mean, that could be more tricky, but I could see that you could make yourself some chicken broth and just dump that in there. The lettuce would wilt a little bit more. And now you've got like a, a like a different way of, of shred up some chicken. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I was happy with that because then I felt like I got, I had that chicken and barley soup was just in my freezer that I had taken mm. out. And then I felt like I had added a huge portion of um, veggies yeah in there too which was smart yeah we'll start for that okay what's next next up we've got melting potatoes Mm. from smitten kitchen ah we all know i love a good title it led Mm. me to this recipe it kind of had stuck in my brain for years you literally hear like this is what my brain's made up of is random titles of recipes uh and i was like oh this is a good side dish and deb is very enthusiastic in the description she actually yells at you go go make this now I was like, okay. So to make it, you slice two pounds of Yukon gold potatoes into one inch slices, peeled, then toss them all in melted butter and some herbs, pour them onto a quarter baking sheet. So like the half baking sheets, like the half sheet pan, this is a quarter sheet pan, right? And then you roast it at a super high high heat, 500 degrees for 15 minutes. Then you flip all the slices, roast them on the other side for 15 minutes. Then you take a cup of chicken stock and pour that into the pan, roast it for 15 more minutes. And there you are. It's like these roasted steamed potatoes. 
it's it's not it's not a bad thing. Betsy, how did how did this go? So you gave me a little heads up on this, which is even though at first glance it looks like a lot of 15 minutes, like it mm. kind of feels like this might be fast. Yeah. Um, you really do need the solid hour. So yeah, it's not a lot of work, but it is kind of like flipping and flipping and yeah, roasting some more. So it takes more time than you might at first glance think, especially when yes. you're cooking at 500 degrees, right? Because oh, yeah. a lot of those recipes at 500 degrees are like real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I, I kind of, it's funny since doing this podcast, I both kind of love and hate a recipe that cooks at 500 degrees <laughs> because it <laughs> feels fun, but it's also like almost guaranteed to be a little crazy, right? Like yeah. you had a smoking issue. I had a smoking issue, but my family, as you know, from you know, mm. eating with us is like, they like that, like really dark, caramely, like yes. dark, dark, roasty flavors and tastes. So we loved this. This is really like something we would like. And I'm going to make it again when Ryan's home. Cause he's not. Home oh yet. yeah. So he would love yeah. that. Yeah. He would, Cause it comes out in that like real done. Yeah. It comes out very dark, but they're not at all burnt tasting. Just super caramelized. Yeah. I thought, and she does mention that in the recipe too. So like, um, I mean, <laughs> this smoked me out of the apartment. <laughs> I had the door. I open. had my windows Anna. open, fans going. I made it kind of like for an early dinner and just with some like ground Turkey. Sure. And it, we had to really get the house, yeah. get the air moving. Yeah. Yeah. You get some circulation going. You either, and I had the, the fan on, the oven fan. You know, I had, had a lot of things going. So I would make these for a party if if I could figure out the smoke issue, mm-hmm. you know, but they were good. They were real good. And I would make these again, but just kind of like ready to buckle up. So, yeah. 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 I give this a four to five only because it smoked out my house. I'm kind of same with you. Remember we made that like a while, a year ago at least, or maybe even two years mm. ago now, we made this blackened salmon. Yes. For these blackened salmon tacos. And it was a very similar situation. Also smoked like, out oh, the house. Mm-hmm. This is really good, but I'm not, I don't know the next time I'm going to make this because my house is like a five alarm fire in here. So do you know what I've heard of people doing though, is you can do this on a grill. You put the sheet oh. pan in a grill that's 500 okay. degrees outside, well, like a gas nice. grill, yeah. right? So I don't know. I mean, maybe someone should experiment with that. I do have the grill. So listeners don't know my new apartment has this thing called the Zen Garden outside, which has the grill. Um, so maybe I should try this uh, Zen Garden style. Yeah. Meet I mean, your neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> right now, everyone's... <laughs> melting potatoes you know what i didn't bring with my move is that mini cast iron skillet so kate that's a bummer that is a bummer you know maybe i have to get a new one i mean how else am i gonna make friends if i'm not carrying as mini skillet around mini skillet out to the grill (sighs) making some weird potatoes (laughs) those are the kind of people you want to be eating and being friends with that's very true that'll attract me for sure Uh yeah all right well that's a solid (laughs) plan i like it (laughs) <laughs> Moving on here. Any tender herb rice pilaf from the Washington Post. Tell us about this one. So part of the appeal of this recipe is that you could choose any herb you had in the house. And that's what he means by any tender herb. Like literally choose any tender herb and put it in this pilaf. 
Um, and if I wasn't making this for a podcast, I could picture this would be something I'd make in a day where like, I want to use up the last of a few herbs in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like too, for the podcast, we'll have something that calls for maybe half a bunch of cilantro. And yeah. You don't want to, you know, throw it out or whatever. So um, to make this, you kind of blend up a cup of lightly packed tender herbs, like a basil, cilantro, parsley, nothing with a hard stem. Mint counts, but you got to take the stem like mint can kind of get hard, but like the leaves, right? Uh, So you blend that up with a cup and a half of stock. And then in a pan, you saute up some garlic and onion and butter, and then add in your cup of rice. This is what makes it a peel off because you stir the rice till it coats in butter, and then you're kind of toasting it a bit. And then you add in your herby stock and you cover, bring that to a boil and then simmer for 18 minutes, just like you're making regular rice. Take the cover off, fluff it. And this recipe has a good tip, which is let it sit for three to four minutes to kind of firm the rice up, which I thought was a good point. Uh, Betsy, I had this at your house for the first time. So I do know how some people reacted to this. Um, Mm -hmm. But how did making it go? I mean, it was easy to make, I thought. Yeah. I just had a bunch of herbs. That was really easy. I mean, it's kind of common sense. Like, Mm. you don't want to be chewing on herb sticks in your rice so <laughs> like like a rosemary bit you know yeah. like just picture yourself eating this and <laughs> herbs that you would like to eat and so i used basil and cilantro mm. and uh, the chicken broth it was pretty fast so i i whipped it all up made the rice that was on. And then I had some Italian sausage and like a huge, we stopped at a little like farm stand thing a week or so ago. And they mm. had a whole bunch of like not perfect peppers. So oh, I bought a whole nice. bunch of those, but I had them in the fridge and have a plan for them. So I just made some sausage and peppers mm-hmm. that we had with the uh, herby rice. Which was and delicious. Delicious. Combo. It was delicious. Loved that. And that really like, you know, took that in those 18 minutes where it was kind of simmering made that up quick and it was perfect. Mm -hmm. I think the best comment was the middle child who said, I don't really like the herbs in this or the rice. Yeah. (laughs) So that she was eating it. I mean, she was shoveling spoonfuls in her mouth. Yeah. They really like to give opinions. Yeah. Podcast things. Sure do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it's very herby though. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It was delicious. Yeah. I, they do have a suggestion in there that you can use coconut milk in the place of broth. Right. And both of us said, what a good combination would that be with coconut milk and then basil and cilantro. And you yeah. can get this like herby coconutty. Mm. Yeah. I love that idea. Like I kind of want it right now. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I made this the the next day. Super good. Um, it reminded me. Do you remember that Peruvian chicken with green rice that we had? Like a couple. Years oh yeah, yeah. Right. It reminded yep. me of that taste, which is I loved. That was so good. Um, and you know, as we move into spring and the herbs are starting to look better in the market, and you know, you go to the farmers market now, and sometimes you know, in the next month, depending on where you live, um, in the next month or maybe two, you'll get like that will be the only thing is parsley. Like, this would be a great right. thing to, like, I just want to buy something at the farmer's market. <laughs> buy that, and, and you can make this delicious rice. Not much bad not much bad to say about it, and I want to try that coconut milk. So, five out of five. Yeah, I'm giving it a five out of five, too. I thought it was super simple, and I could just picture it going with a lot of different things. And I loved having something to use at my herbs. You know, Kate, we did do mm-hmm. that 
herb risotto last year too. Oh, that's right. I d- we do like an herby rice. Yeah, that must be every year. We're just like surprised and delighted by ourselves when we <laughs> surprise ourselves every year with a new herb rice recipe. Well, you're welcome, listeners. Hope you too. Hope you guys like an herby rice. We sure yeah. do. We plan on one every spring yes. and we'll act like we've never had it. Before. You know, it's delicious. An herby rice five years from now. Oh, my yeah. goodness. All right. What was your what was your favorite on the week? Uh, you know what? It was tied. I was going to go with the melting potatoes. And then I thought, ah, smoked at my house. So rice is the winner. Rice is the winner. How about you? Rice is the winner for me too. Mm-hmm. If any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. There we've got links to all the recipes, including all the herby rices we've ever made and, <laughs> or that I can remember. <laughs> any tips or techniques that we talked about too. And if you want to talk more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. If you've got some herby rice recipes, maybe a suggestion for our next episode. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, Kate, for the smorgasbord this week, let's talk about what to make with these sides. You have some ideas. Yes. So now we've got all these sides, but like, what do you do on the other part of the plate? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I cannot, I will not stop or ever stop talking about one of the first things we ever did, which are chicken paillards, which is basically you cut a chicken breast in half and then you pound it out. So it's evenly thin and then you saute it and they cook evenly and you don't get like the hard end on the thin side of the chicken breast and the, the, you know, other end that's kind of cooked through. It's just like even, and it goes so quickly and we've got a link for how to make them from one of our first episodes, I think. Um, but you can just Google that. And there's a couple ways to make them. It's really up to you how you do it. But honestly, like that's the only way I cook chicken breast now. Yeah. It's a really good technique to know. That's mm-hmm. for sure. I was thinking this would be great for when you're picking up a rotisserie chicken, but you want to kind of round out your meal a little mm, bit. Mm-hmm. Anything from the freezer, right? Like freezer meatballs yeah. or Ooh. like those kind of ready-made freezer things where you just are like, okay, I'm doing that. So maybe I'll make these, make this rice with it. So it feels yeah. a little fresh. And I know. think that rice would be good if you shredded a rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of made yourself like a, a little like rice dish, you know, kind of like put the rice in there. It's not a super, it's not risotto, right? But it kind of would be like, or, um, you know, throw some, like, this strikes me as something you could put in a bowl and then put your protein on top and be like, yes, this is a nice meal. Yeah. And depending on what you have, what kind of herbs in there too, you could like make some tofu quick or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I always think too, like any leftover protein. So if you have done a big roast or you've made pulled pork or you've mm-hmm. got chicken that, you know, a lot of people like batch cook or grilled chicken or something like that. Uh, it's always nice to have something different for a side. So maybe that like third night you're, you're eating the same thing. Yeah. It, there's something fresh and new and different to <laughs> go with it. And it helps you keep eating, you know, not make something totally new and Right. Kind of forget about or toss, start tossing the leftovers. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I think about if you make two pork loins, you're like, I'm thinking ahead. I'm going to make two pork loins. And then you're like, oh, now I've got two pork loins. Don't continue to recycle the same side dishes. Throw a new one in there. 
you know? Yeah. And this is, and it's a fun time to experiment with something that you've never made before too, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're already, you know, you got some pork loin. Yeah. Everyone's going to eat that. Yeah. Low risk here. Let's try, try something new. uh, Peas and lettuce for the week. Yeah. Like the peas and lettuce. That's also Mm -hmm. a really super simple uh, way to see if you can get a new recipe into your, into the things that you like to eat or your family likes to eat. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then, you know what, if all else fails, just make all side dishes. Yeah. Always a fun thing to do. Yeah. So I, I was like, you know what? These peas are going to go so quickly. The potatoes are going to take a little bit of time. I'll start the potatoes. Like I'll just Mm -hmm. make them in one night, right? Because potatoes in the oven, peas on the stove, like how bad could this be? And I was like, well, I guess this will be fine for dinner. I wasn't like, ah, you know, but I was like, I wasn't really hungry. So it's fine. I was like, this is delightful. Oh yeah. I I like, Mm -hmm. um, I batch soft, like, medium boiled eggs so i'll have those in the fridge at all times for snacks and stuff and you know Mm -hmm. everything like that so i I had the potatoes and the peas and then just like cut open a soft boiled egg and had that it's really nice it's like oh because yeah let's kind of work together so i mean do not discount the fact that you can make a couple couple three side dishes and that can be dinner not everything has to be like the american plate right so, right. um, yeah, it was a light, easy dinner and it came together with a little effort with those two paired together. I think, um, the rice would be delicious with the, the peas and lettuce. That would be good too. So, mm-hmm. you know, not a bad thing. No, just some things to think about. Like it. Well, mm-hmm. that was a fun little episode this week, yeah, Kate. Thank you, Clara. Shout out to Clara. Gold star for that. All right. Coming up next week, we are wrapping and rolling. <laughs> Yes, we got we've got some spring rolls, some taquitos and more. Yeah, I love more. Well, I Betsy can't TBD. Have you not picked the third recipe yet? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right. Uh, I love a taquito. That's why I chose this. So uh, we'll we'll have to try those out. See how see how you like them, too. All right. That's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com. And if you have some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram. We are at dinnersisterspodcast in both those places. Send us a direct message. We'd love to hear from you. And as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe or find us on Patreon. That's how people get to know us and how you can support us. Thanks and happy eating. Happy eating.